<laughs> Tony Stark pissed his pants in front of a party of people. <laughs> yeah, I'm just warming just up. Just like a room, a, room of e- a room of ESL learners. Tony Stark uh-huh. pissed his pants. Oh, it's like good, good, that? good. This is like this is it's no, it's me teaching English in the third world, and I'm giving them horrible uh-huh. like limericks to learn it on. And now do it with Peter Parker. Peter Parker pissed his pants in front of a yeah, party of true. people. That's 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 much better. So look, when are when are we going to admit that John Lasseter was the reason Pixar was good, and without his horrible energy, they're not doing they're not. <laughs> Tib, are you implying that it was the threat of a too long hug? That made, <laughs> yeah, that made people work work harder. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's not to cut y'all last. Look, I'm obviously being ridiculous, but I do no, want to I talk know. about this movie. Well, here's what I thought you were going to say, which is an actual thing that's not terrible. I thought you were okay. going to say, "Are we ready to admit that Pixar is not the? Uh, they're not. They're not. Oh yeah, the, the, they're not the straight A's anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yep. I, I love just, this movie. Okay. This well, is that's great. Great. That's I fine. Where you're talking. I like when uh, Michael's on beef because his, his he doesn't wait to like feel it out and be like yeah I had a different experience I really like he just from yeah. the get go wants to I love it. yeah he'll if scream where he's coming from if we're gonna get go shit talking I gotta just say yeah. up front that I thought it was a really good movie it might be one of my favorite well, Pixar movies I'm not gonna so shit. listen to me hang on let me 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 give I'm some not gonna let shit me. so <laughs> listen I'm never gonna shit all right let's get one thing clear um. So no 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 I I think just just purely what we're saying and and that does read as a criticism obviously because it comes off the top but Pixar uh, has the reputation of being the foremost animation house like they they mm-hmm. they know how to make this kind of movie and I think that this is mm, the yeah. fourth in as many years that has not really cracked it out of the park for me that I I feel like not not the, not that it doesn't crack it out of the park but that it, it it's missing that unspoken like spark. I mean, we have a lot of sequels, obviously, yeah. uh, and Coco well, is one of the best things they've ever did. By the way, I just just want to get that out of the way. Coco is a fantastic movie, and and the exception to the rule here. In, yeah, but even Coco pa- was three ago. In the past yeah, five years true. since 2015, the only original movies have been The Good Dinosaur, Coco, and this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything else has been Finding Dory, Cars Three, Incredibles Two, Toy Story Four. To be fair, and, that's and a pretty good batting average. Or that's like. When you're doing two things a year, basically, like, and it's been sure. four years or five years, like, that's 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 pretty good. Three Absolutely, or three but, but fully t- original. But but we're talking about now they're they're fully on to like assembly line movie making where they they're pumping them out and and they're they're good. They're not bad movies by any means. I mean, and obviously competently yeah. made. But it's one of these things where they really are. And I feel the same way about Disney proper, about the kind of things that they're releasing and, and, and the way that they're reinvesting in their own brands. I, I think it's a little bit um, incestuous to the yeah. point where you're going to you're going to ruin the genes. It was weird of them at right after Disney Plus to launch Disney proper. which oh. was, <laughs> of I course, you about, I thought you were going to talk about Tinder for brothers and sisters, but yeah, uh, no problem. <laughs> But that's where we were going. No, 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 it was weird of them. That was a weird, you know. Uh, Wait, isn't this just a text move. message? <laughs> yeah, it's Tinder. It's uh, Tinder for brothers and sisters. It's just a yeah, Tinder for brothers phone and number. sisters. It's a text dinner at five yeah. o'clock. <laughs> so come here often. Um, <laughs> What's going was, on? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm looking back at the list. Right, the, what's the last one that really 
stuck. I mean, I guess it's Coco, right? Coco kind of yes. had Coco. Coco, without a doubt. It's it's Coco incredible. Oh, thing, Nick, Nick is here in the background. Hello. You could argue before Coco, Toy Story three is always just because, but it's Toy Story, so that kind of like has its own vibe around Toy Story it. But like, three or four, because Toy Story three, in my opinion, is also the worst Toy Story. You think Toy Story three is the worst Toy Story? Well, yeah, I dude, don't. Toy Story I don't one, disagree. Toy Story, not that it's bad. Toy Story one and two are like the Toy Stories, and then Toy Story four just blew Toy Story three so far out of the water for me. That Toy Story three defaults to the bottom of the list. You think it? You think Toy Story four blew it out of the water? I agree with Michael. I think Toy Story four is sure. a far better movie than Toy Story three. If, if um yeah, uh, see here's the thing. We've talked about this before. One of my just truly nuclear takes okay. is um that I've seen up a total of one times mm-hmm. and okay. <laughs> didn't really didn't really love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you, so, everybody reeling there, from that. Was there more? Was there more? Oh, no, no. Are you looping I, it into the, into the conversation or into you the just conversation? Drop the yes. Bomb? No, no, no. Into the conversation. Yes, because I I've probably said it on beef before, but I flag up as one of the first times with Pixar specifically, where I kind of I saw what they were doing. I saw the pieces and I saw the the storytelling workshop of it of like. And not and I don't this doesn't have to mean a bad thing. It was just I saw it. I watched as they were going, okay, we're gonna make you like that first five minutes or whatever where it's like taking you through their life and their mm-hmm. romance. Maybe if I watched it now, I would have a different I probably would like cry now. But I remember sitting there in two thousand nine, you know, at the tender age of seventeen and being like, Fuck this bullshit. You can't make yeah. me feel I'm gonna go watch Tropic Thunder again, you know? I'm extremely glad that you said that because I do feel very similarly about this movie. However, I have a hard and fast rule about film. Yeah. And it is this. If at any point in your movie I cry, I do not think that it was a bad movie. Right? Did you cry during this movie? I did. I had some tears drop. I'm not. I'm not ever gonna. I'm never coming. That's. That, this is the thing. That's but, why it's but, so but, hard. But, like, but I totally understand what you're saying. Is that I'm seeing you do the work. Like I'm seeing you weave this spell, and it, it's not quite like the magic isn't there because I'm seeing you build it. Like I'm seeing well, the I, machines that are putting this together. But my but it still question, affected me a little bit. My question for you guys is: What is the difference between a movie that feels very formulaic and then a movie that has good structure? Because I do like a movie like Booksmart. I feel like is one of the top examples in my mind for a really perfectly structured movie and a movie that like really pays off on everything it sets up. And one of the reasons I really like Onward is because I feel like it pays off, pays off on a lot of stuff it sets up. So what is the difference okay. there between something being like formulaic and something being well structured? It's the unseen charm. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the, the fabric again. And we talk about this a lot and maybe in Onward I could pinpoint it. But aren't we just getting older? more aware of it i you know i thought i thought about that i I definitely considered i definitely considered that exact thing of like oh these things just aren't affecting me as much but i I really when i when i looked at this movie and i and i look at something like ratatouille it it really is missing a certain kind of i guess charm is is frankly the word like so a lot of uh, i'll take for example okay so to get into the actual meat of the movie instead of dancing Mm -hmm. around and being like just the the, mm. the the character that was a good uh, that was a good Michael impression. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the characters of Ian and Barley, I've seen them a million gazillion yes. trillion times before. In, okay. in their in their, in their mo- now listen, I, I would like to finish the point in mm-hmm. their in their body language, in their actual language, in what they want, in their their like um 
their intentions, their their like yeah. priorities. It's it's everything I have seen these characters before. Every single beat for beat, and, and, and like in their, in their character interact- design as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, character yes. design. I'll give it to you. He was literally Tom Holland's character. Literally looks like uh, Linguini from Ratatouille. Or yeah, he looks like Dom. The exact character like Tom, Tom Holland played in Spies and Spies in Disguise. He also yeah, looks uh-huh. just like that character. Yeah. Um, but Tim. What about one thing that I also really appreciated from the movie was never once during the entire movie does Barley get like jealous that Ian, like not even when he gets angry, he never says, well, you can do magic and I can't and I always wanted to and you don't appreciate right. it. Right. Yeah, that's cool. And that's, like, that, I agree that they avoided that one device because ultimately that's that's antithesis of the point of the movie, which is that Barley is the father figure yeah. that he always wanted. And that's the part that really moved me. When, when it became apparent that that's what the movie was trying to say, I was like, oh, that's really nice. And it, it brought a tear to my eye. And the fact that he doesn't actually see his dad because he doesn't love need that. to. I love, I really, really yeah. loved those kind of choices. But man, like getting there and I didn't like spending any time with the characters. I really didn't find them. I, I will it, say it felt that- like an anime kind of thing where it's like, oh, these are guys, <laughs> guys picked from a like like their archetypes. Yeah. Like, it's literally Tom Holland's character archetype. Like, he's playing Peter Parker as a CGI yeah. character. Like, Wearing like his body red language. Like, the whole movie. Sure. <laughs> sure. Like, the way that he crosses his arms across his, like, upper chest really tight. It's like, man, what is this? Uh, he's Morty. Yeah. He's Morty. He is. <laughs> sure. He's Morty. He's the Morty of the movie. Ah, shit. I'm just sorry. I'm so. I'm just but I, a loved, big bitch. I love the mom. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. Uh, I was wondering uh, if you guys would want to come, you know, uh, I mean, not come, but uh, if you guys, <laughs> but, but if you want to, uh, party, uh, me, uh, fuck me. I mean, no, I mean, come to my party. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude, I, we've been here. <laughs> and that's really, look, that's, that's where I'm going to start my criticism because I know it's pedantic to be like, I've seen these guys before because there's so no, much more that the movie is, obviously. Because I like, do have wow. to say, I per, admitting any biases I have, I am a huge, I'm a big Dungeons and Dragons guy, and I have been for ten years. Fair enough. So I did enjoy just the whole act. Any growing. movie that you're not feels, that big, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any movie that feels like a Dungeons and Dragons adventure, I'm like sold on. Aquaman was the first movie where I sat there and watched it, and I was like, oh, this is them going on a Dungeons and Dragons adventure. And I loved that whole movie because it was like, we get to the next point and then we find the next clue and then we go to the next place and oh, we made a mistake and now we're going to die. And that's fun to me. Okay. So I did like this. And then this literally, they worked with Wizards of the Coast who make Dungeons and Dragons to make this movie, which I thought. I How so? I, they like, the gelatinous cube is a Wizards of the Coast copyrighted character. Yes. So you, like, oh, I, I didn't know that it was copyrighted character, but I I, had, I did recognize the, the monster before. I have gotten yeah. owned by uh, by several gelatinous cubes in my younger days. Yeah. They're, they're just a fun character, a goofy character. I was, after they've mentioned it twice, I was like, we better see one. And I, again, that is me exactly understanding what you guys are saying, where I can see them working the strings and saying like, oh, they said it twice, so... The third time they say it, he's going to fall from the ceiling and almost kill him. 
But that's not the but, stuff that I that I dislike. Like that kind of true. stuff is, is baked into the formula of the kids' movie, of where movies. there's just like a certain beat. There's a certain there's a certain rhythm to this kind of thing, where you, you know some of the jokes are obvious, some of the I payoffs think, are obvious, but that's fine. Like because mm-hmm. you, you you don't expect it to, to fucking rip the rug out from under your feet. But well, what you I don't, don't appreciate do is me to like a movie. You just gotta pay off on your bits. <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, like as long as as long as there's callbacks, it's a great film to you. Uh, But for me, like the emotional, the the reason why I like to watch movies because I like to spend time with the characters. Generally, Mm -hmm. like something like this, like something that has very low stakes, something that is for children. I need to really like the characters in order to go back to it because obviously I'm an adult and I'm not stimulated by children's (laughs) movies. Like maybe some people are. I I I just don't. I don't feel that way. So just for for the characters to not. To not be something compelling to me is is kind of the end all be all. Well, it's it, listen, man, and I, I'm on a kick right now of of trying to not take for granted when something is is simple. So in, when a movie, when the story of the movie is simple and you can project, I kind of know where I'm going here. I know the stakes, I know the current problem, and I know why it links into the bigger problem. And I'm excited to see how they're gonna figure this out and and the, the the straight line that I see here. And then, oh, when it makes a turn, you're like, cool. And I kind of knew it was going to have to do a turn there because it looked like it was happening too simple. That's not like bad. I'm not saying that that simplicity is bad, but it, it's it's in as it's in a thing as simple as I think genuinely. And I'm, I'm going to say something really like a huge generalization about this movie. I think I, I think I've seen every single joke in it. Like I think I think sure maybe verbally I mean I think every time it did any sort of back and forth or a funny Hmm. whatever it was I've heard it before and it didn't feel like it was even doing a bit that I've kind of seen before and like uh, you know they spun the language a little bit differently or do you know what I I mean like I just every time it did something and it's 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 what I was just making fun of not for nothing I was trying to kind of make a point there of the like oh and he like wrote the thing on his hand and then it gets smeared and he's stumbling over his words. I'm like, and I don't know, like the dork brother, like dad or whoever it is like being over there. And I am him, trying him to being like, I don't, one... I don't know him. He's not, he doesn't know me. Hey, your name. <laughs> I know you. Like I've can, seen can that. I, you know what I'm saying? And if I could, if I could piggyback on that, that thought for just two seconds, it's, it's a very, it almost sounds like a funny thing to say in a movie that has like, okay, the cop is a, is a centaur and his hand is changing because of a spell and he's hiding it behind. But even that kind of thing. That was fun. That's, well, that's, but that, was, that kind of thing still felt kind of trite to me. Like that, I, think, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, Maybe I, I think am what I'm saying old. is I'm not, poking at, I'm not poking at even concepts or structures and that I'm tired of those things. Mm-hmm. I'm not even this. Sure. Like down, even down with the characters, it's not like, all right, whatever, yeah, brother, you know, meek younger brother kind of tough rock and roll older brother like sure fine we've seen that before but like do it again show me show me something okay do, I, yeah in in, I in the fabric of it and like it doesn't matter if that's the skeleton give me you know whereas if the meat is different it doesn't really matter that much okay. but then i felt like the meat wasn't particularly different yeah. until maybe the end and it would do stuff that was a little bit subversive i did really like that he wasn't jealous of his brother and i did really like at the end that it was like the whole thing is like i'm gonna talk to my dad and then he we you know, it happens I did hate, by the sunset. I hated, you don't hear anything. Like. I hated so much him looking at the book and getting literally like the Joker flashback of, hey, you forgot all this stuff had happened and it flashed back to things that happened 10 minutes ago. Yeah. That, yeah. it was another thing. When he was, you mean when he was looking at the, the list? When he was looking at his list and he was like, I did play catch with him 10 minutes ago and we did talk deeply 20 minutes ago and... 
And it, right. that yeah. all did. But granted, it is a kids' movie, and I guess the criticism with the Joker is that it was trying to be more of an adult, like intelligent film, and then right. it had to flash back to all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have but, an issue with with that. But sorry, were you trying to say something? A good point that I think you brought up, and I'm thinking about now, is you said like none of the verbal jokes were something like dialogue wise that you felt was new, and I literally tried to think of any joke, having seen the movie four times, that I didn't <laughs> think. Was like that. And I, every time I was trying to, I was only thinking of physical gags. Like when they're on the highway running away from the pixies, I thought it was so funny when the dad's upper body goes out the window and he looks like he's like, yeah, egging. I like that. It's, but it is physical animation stuff that is actually giving me the jokes. Right. Um, and not the dialogue. The dialogue is and, kind of. And let me clarify. Mm-hmm. It's not like that doesn't get, it doesn't get credit for those things. Cause that's yeah. still. You know, in, in, if anything, it's like those are harder to pull off where it's like a, a absolutely. I mean, animation's a fucking miracle. So it's like it, it, that's crazy that they're doing those things well. But it but I do think that when it's again, it's like the what's the criticism behind the criticism where you're saying it feels like I've seen all this before. It's like, well, of course, you've seen this story, this structure of a story before. But when it's double downed with. The dialogue You've is heard the these. Yeah, the dialogue is is old, and even I did also just, in the beginning. In the beginning, when he's talking to the guy who knew his dad in college, and he tells him one story, and he goes, "Do you know anything else about my dad?" And the guy's like, "Oh, sorry, my kid, we gotta go." And he's like, "Oh, dang!" I was like, "All right, that's <laughs> you get one little tidbit, and the guy's not even like, hey, if you need to talk about your dad more, here's my numbers.' Like he's just like, "Okay, bye then." That yeah. that was a little. How what? how was your day, honey? I, I met the one guy who knows things about dad. He, <laughs> fucking, he ran well, off. So that I, sucked. And, you never told I, me about his socks. <laughs> I kind of also thought that maybe there was going to be more to the dad. Um, in in retrospect, it's it's good that there's not. It's good that like you know he died because dads die sometimes. That happened. Um, it happens in your world too, and and there just happens to be magic in this one, and they have a chance to talk to him. This is the but they seem to almost be like where there's a dead dad. Yeah, mm. I guess so. Um, but but sorry, what? What? How many dead dads are there? There, it's not proved that the the, the dad is dead in Toy Story. Uh, I don't even know if he counts. But in like uh, Ratatouille, the dad is dead. Oh shit! In in a handful of them, it's all we have dead dads. Right. I had a list. I didn't actually include it in our document because I thought it was a stupid statistic. Because any of them that it's like this is Pixar's (laughs) thirteenth movie where this happens, and I'm like, all right, that's not really. You're just giving me numbers now. Very cool. Um, okay, so this is this is notable for just just to shift gears for a second. Uh, obviously, the apocalypse is upon us. Um, fire brimstone rain from the sky as we speak, and mm-hmm. movies have ended up on VOD. So this is doing okay despite everything, as far as yeah, I understand. It didn't, it didn't make its money back, but right. that is well, because but like, I of think, the crisis. I think just by yes, by default, this became a long tailed thing where they're going to have to like. I, it I, I don't think close. That, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know it made some money. I know it made enough. Um, it had a disappointing <clears throat> opening. I remember, like that was the whole yeah. thing of it being like, yeah, no one really gave a shit. I saw and if it anything, twice in this theaters. this will maybe make people. This will maybe make it stick around in a different way than it maybe wouldn't have otherwise. I, I, yeah, it, I, I think so. Sorry. It's one of the very few movies ever, and it's the only Pixar or Disney movie really that was released online. <laughs> While it was also in theaters. Did you say this yeah. is one of the only movies ever? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. one of the only movies ever. Damn. I guess I that's true. It. I should probably appreciate it more. Yeah. I wanted to support it, so yeah. I bought it with my mother's credit huge, card for $20. On a huge picture, on a big, big picture, it is one of the only movies ever. 
That's true. That's true. So we haven't been doing um, it for very long. It's only been about a hundred years. So yeah, yeah I guess it is one. one of the only movies. Cherish ever. them. <laughs> Cherish it. But yeah, so so I, I think that uh, what I wanted to parlay that conversation into is: Do you think that it's parlay? Parlay. <laughs> right. <laughs> believe that. Believe that was the French. I hate the man who invented parlay. Um. <laughs> he fucked me up. Uh, yeah, do you think it's a, do you think I don't it's even know what he was about to say. Do you, think it's a, do you think it's a convenient excuse, or do you think that it is just things lining up? Because it, to me, it seems like the perfect chance to go like, well, numbers are unreliable. Who knows if it was a success or not? Better, uh, better invest some more money into it. Are you implying that um, Bob Iger released COVID-19 to... Yeah, to to in, buffer. To increase yeah, to the buffer audience loss. of Pixar's Onward. Yep, and as if my so, last trick. I have a PowerPoint to send you. I have. So, then, <laughs> you'll see. It. Just check your. Hold on. I'll I'll send it on message. Because it went worse you than really he predicted, because and then he too. quit. Yeah, <laughs> he was out. I feel he was that like, way oh, as well. Shit, this went way worse than I thought. Actually, I'm stepping down. I'm over it. Actually, close Disney. Close everything. We're done. I'm out. I was trying to release the you want to watch onward virus, but this it went something weird happened. (laughs) I just fucked I fucked it up a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. I really Um, fucked that one up. I don't know, because the movie's got really good reviews. Yeah, but so does everything that 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 Pixar releases. Like I I don't really know what's the deal with with groupthink and movie critics, if it's just like it, like an incestuous kind of thing, because it, it also has a good audience score too. But I know I'm not yeah. crazy. I know no, for a I, fact no, dude, that I'm not crazy, and then no, other people right. have seen this before. I was never, never mind. This is I don't want to. No, tell, please. I'm not trying to tell tales out of school, but like I do remember coming crossing paths and having a conversation with somebody where they seemed. They had a vested stake in animated films that were not Pixar films, and they kind of brought up the point of like Pixar really does get away with a lot of shit. Like, and they mm-hmm. they have the goodwill, and that and that's listen. This is when you say these things, when you say stuff like you know they have so much goodwill culturally that they can kind of put out whatever, and people will respond pretty well to it. That's not like th- what am I saying there? I'm saying oh they all they did was put in yeah, the work for like two Pixar. decades, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like make what a bunch cheats. of classic movies that will show our kids forever that's all like it's not that but, not no, to but, be, but it's true you know. it's like it's like showing up to a band that you love like even if you don't love the new sure. record you're gonna be like fuck yeah i love i love kiss i don't do know you what's, what's a band of people oh uh, yes kiss uh, i'm pretty pretty <laughs> band sure that still it was tours, a, of course a bonus beef episode where we i think nick or nick tim and i for the first time watched the onward trailer on a bonus beef like we Stopped mm. recording, watched the trailer, and then talked about it. And that was I like our that. first view into it. And as far as I think both of our comments, but I know my comments were like, it didn't look like a Pixar movie or it didn't like, it felt like more like a weird DreamWorks or like a yeah. blue sky animation, like world. And just the in general, just didn't look as crisp as what we would expect from a Pixar movie. So yeah. it's just interesting that that was our viewpoint from the start and it kind of has carried through. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I don't, um, I loved it. <laughs> because well, I, I remember our first impressions being with even all the visual gags of like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. creatures living in a neighborhood. I was kind of like, yeah. Oh, it's I mean, bright. I, you know, listen, in a post-Shrek world, you got to really I mean, up that shit. I mean, really though. I mean, really though. Like it's not, that's not an unfair point. It's it's the, the whole, fa- like doing fantasy in the modern age. It's like. Right. The, the weird, I, I guess in a lot of ways, fantasy has never Duloc, been more popular. 
Yeah, I mean, but but fantasy has never been more popular of a genre. I mean, we're we're coming off of uh, Game of Thrones was the biggest thing in the world. Dungeons and Dragons is obviously on a come up. Mm-hmm. Um, people people like that kind of thing, and to to revisit this in such like a like even some of the jokes were just very surface level as far as the mm-hmm. fantasy thing. I, I, it just really does feel feel very odd, and I don't want to call it hollow because it's not. It made me cry. It's a nice movie. It, it's definitely got um, it, it definitely got meat to it uh you guys I, I don't didn't love think... the setting though either yeah well i mean like what, what is it it's it's nothing I, I don't i just don't think that this is anything that you can't find i feel like we've brought up this point a million times but this isn't anything that you can't find like somebody just drawing on twitter just I, they just got i got an image in my head what if there were elves I, that lived in a neighborhood that's like I think a, it's <laughs> kind of funny to say what if our technology advanced from a world that used to be lord of the rings but this is a great hey. question because why is it though yeah, again, I, I'm, I'm with you, well. Tim. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you in that, like, I know I'm not crazy, and I know that my impression of being like, why does this not seem new to me? That's not ridiculous. Like, I don't know if that's, if it's yeah. like having seen, you know, a million Many animated movies. shorts that do stuff like this, if it's, if it's Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and Disney combined with all these different, you know, fantasy animation shows that are showing right, you, I'm, like, oh, what if these you know, people. Do, Gravity Falls, you know, what if trolls were hanging out and watching TV? Like, I, it just, I, I don't know how else to say it other than so I know maybe, that it's it's hit me before. So when I'm seeing it mm. and my first reaction is like, yeah, oh yeah, that, I'm familiar with that. I'm not like, an, I'm not like putting that wall up on purpose. Clearly it came from somewhere, you know. And it, it could, it could be that the people, you know, obviously that the things that we grew up with, those people were influenced by those things and are now making things. And now we, we, we detect the things that we recognize and the things that they make. I understand that concept. That's not like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going like, oh, new things suck. Yeah, that also doesn't have to mean that what they're doing but I do is recognize because yeah. I've seen it. Right, exactly. I, I don't know. You- so, so personally, I, I don't think that this was, this is not my favorite Pixar. This actually might be at the bottom of the list. Just specifically, I, I, just because there, there's not a lot for me to hold on to here. I, I don't but know. Like, I didn't think the jokes were very funny. We're a little under 30 minutes in. Out of curiosity, because you guys, I've been really pushing the positivity, so it's kind of forced you guys to be a little bit more negative. What do you give it out of 10? No, no, no. I, op- I opened with the negativity and forced you yeah. to be positive. So, of course. <laughs> let's, let's not get twisted. Classic classic contrary but i'm also i'm also crazy negative about a lot of things that i still really like i'm just curious what is your what is your out of 10 for this movie i'd say um, like seven seven I seven gonna, and a half i was gonna give it a six six seven okay i think it deserves still, more than that just because i think it visually it looks cool i don't, I don't think it looks uncool i mean listen this is reasonable beef we're trying to like it's i'm true i've got my i got my problems but like again i'm not ever trying to like tear it down for the things it does do well and it is a little bit the marvel thing where it's like when you're looking at something that's being functional with with this brother story and it and even if you see it coming a mile away it you did know, do a good job i was similar to tim like i kind of was tearing up a little like it, it got i was like damn that's you know that barley's backstory with his dad is almost exactly star lord's backstory with his mom Dude, yes. <laughs> about that. Yes, yeah. where he was like, I, I couldn't go and say bye. I couldn't yeah. do it. I was it's just like, God, it was all hooked up to tubes. She was really sick in the hospital. And then I got had to run away. And she was like, Peter, Bar- I mean, Bar- Barley, what the fuck? Oh, we- Which one is this? <laughs> and then she died immediately. Yeah. Hey, can, I, can you I guys mean, hear a cat purring? I would only give it an 8 or an 8.5. As And I loved it. I thought it was great. Was the sure. cat? So why did you just ask if a cat was purring? Was that part of a bit? Yeah. No, I was just asking if you could hear a cat purring right now. No. <laughs> okay. Good. 
Just want to make sure. <laughs> Thanks, man. Always right, checking cool. in on me. Because Tim so knows I don't have a cat. So he's like, if I see yeah. one, he's like, all right, you got to get outside, dude. You're just, you're staying inside too long. <laughs> well, listen, I, I read an SCP yesterday. If you hear a cat purring on a microphone while recording a podcast, um, that's for now. What's no an one. SCP? Yeah, I know. Sexy problem. Caucasian anyway, yeah. <laughs> person. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm an SCP. Um, uh, Michael, why only eight and a half, even though you loved it? Because, I mean, it's good, but I think at the same time, it is a, it's an animated kids movie that's very formulaic with a bunch of characters that are like all the voice. I know all the voice actors. It's clear they were trying to cash in on that. I don't I, talk- I, I did like it, but it's hard for me to give a movie a top score. But if you if you end a movie with a Back to the Future reference where the car flies in the air, I'll give you an extra point five. Okay. Does it end with the car flying? Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah we got we got to take a path left traveled. Hoo-hoo, and then he he says a loft elevator, and then the car flies. I like that they fundamentally changed society uh, by burning down a restaurant and then fucking <laughs> like blow, blowing up a school, and everyone's yeah. just like, and then society changed, and everyone did exactly what they wanted. It's like, what is the <laughs> message you're sending here? I love the that he's just like. What did you say, Dom? He's just doing like a school presentation of like, exactly. yeah, so I'm like a god now. I can change reality yeah. to my will. Um, oh, so you broke the school and you also put it back together, right? Is that Was that you? Yeah, yeah, I can't die. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> can you help us with any of that? No, I'm not. I'm kind of busy. I got to go make my fucking brother's van fly around town. <laughs> then he flies out the window and yeah. shatters. I got to yeah. knock over a couple cell phone towers. <laughs> See immortals. Um, I do want to talk about I loved the dragon at the end. Uh, I thought that was, yeah, was very funny. imaginative, very funny. You know, the eyebrows, obviously very funny gag. As soon as, again, maybe it's just predict. As soon as I saw the big dragon as the mascot of the school and they kept cutting to it as like a focus, like, look, there he is. When they mentioned the curse, I was like, okay, something weird's going to happen. And they specifically call it like a stone curse or a stone dragon curse. Mm, right. And I was like, hmm. And as soon as it was like, the gem is right outside the school, I was like, all right, that's going to be the fucking face of this dumb dragon. Do you know a logic thing I have with it for if they're painting it as like, okay, people, people play this Dungeons and Dragons game that happens to have precious information that really exists out in the world. Like these are, you can look at this playing card and be like, oh, that's a bar that's still out there. Like mm-hmm. really no one else ever did this before. I don't believe you. <laughs> like if if you could look on a if you just had the information of like oh yeah I could go on a quest and get like this the craziest magical thing in the world like this important phoenix gem or whatever they call it like really that would still be there <laughs> but if well, dweebs listen, like I- if dweebs like barley don't have the gut like it's like dweeby little or pre college kids don't have mm-hmm. the staff they don't know what to do they're they're not they're too scared to go on this journey. Once he gets that staff, he's like, oh, shit, my da- like we literally have a super ancient artifact that does not exist anymore and a phoenix gem. Maybe all this stuff is real now. I don't know. Yeah, I, that didn't, I guess none the, of that stuff. I suspended I, my disbelief entirely with that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I mean, this isn't a real complaint. It was just like, OK, it was a little bit like, wait, so it's just like a functional restaurant that people go to all the time. Yeah. What were they going to do? Knock down that fountain and then that dragon was going to show up and kill all of the construction workers right. because they well, I mean, they brought the gem out? Well, I, I rather liked the, the magic versus technology thing, but I, didn't, I don't think I quite understood what the allegory was if there, if there was one, right? Where like magic is obviously, it's this hard thing to master um, and, and you could get these great results and they're very all very unique and 
beautiful, um, but they're just not easy. And technology well, supplants that by being by being easy, but you know, obviously being a little bit less. I think at the, uh, the least, demanding can of you. you guys do long division anymore. If I said you have to do a long division problem right now. Yeah, but long division doesn't like bring my dead dad back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, sure. what if it did? It's on a more macro scale, Dom. <laughs> then yes, I would do long division. I would do it all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, if you really think about it, you you probably could bring your dad. Like, uh, if you do enough uh, equations, you probably could right, bring someone back from the dead. I don't want to hear. I've seen it. enough movies. Go to but sleep. Like they, in this world, they still don't have science class. It was like a kid studying an alchemy book because alchemy is still what they do instead of science. See, that's confusing to me. Why? Well, no, that's not that's true. They just use, what are you talking about? They just use technology. No, but there's a about? kid in the in the building studying like an alchemy book is one of the kids in the classroom that he's going to. So what alchemy is, is technology enhanced with magic. Yeah, alchemy is turning like... Shitty iron to gold, but that's still yeah, what but it's, studying it's, instead it's of like... It's inherently not science, it's inherently magic. Yeah, so I'm so saying, the, they're building their society off of magic. It's like, no, oh, they were What are you talking about? The whole point of the movie was that, like, oh, look how easy technology is. <laughs> but There's they still have alchemy the class. They have an alchemy class instead of science, is what I'm saying. I think it's that's a why I'm Michael. <laughs> that's why I'm saying, and that's, that's confusing. I also found it yeah. fun that the... Um, the manticore was like, yeah, I've been alive forever, and I remember yeah, all of that. Was that. Like, <laughs> she's just like a normal, like, still works at a restaurant. It like, might wow. be it might be the gay in me, but the whole movie, I was like, please let this mom leave the cop to marry the manticore. Because the, manti- <laughs> the manticore is clearly a lesbian, and they're having this tryst off on their own adventure. Now, Michael, don't be ridiculous, all right? The, gay, the representation of... The yeah, uh, listen, gay people, it, it begins and ends with an offhand, vague reference to a girlfriend's daughter. And you know, and that's, that's listen, we, we, we cordoned off the gay in this movie. It's in You know what, Michael? Like, look at it, go there. You know what, Michael? We're going to write a million articles about it, too, because good that, job. Well, that line was not written by the writers. When the actress read the script, she said, Can I change husband to girlfriend? <laughs> I did like that one tweet. That's pretty where cool. That just, actress, then that's, that's pretty cool. I, I did like yeah, that one tweet actor. that was like, um, uh, sorry, where's my shit? I said I did like that one tweet that was like, uh, Pixar finally added their first lesbian character, and it's an ugly cop. <laughs> she just thought it was so funny. <laughs> it's an ugly cop who's tricked by two teenagers. Yeah. Listen, I loved Endgame so much. It, it was certainly my favorite movie last year. I've watched it many times since it's been out out of theaters but it is so specially funny one of the directors one of the straight directors being like i thought it was important for us to have gay representation so i thought you know what this is so important i should do it <laughs> it should be me <laughs> It just really mattered to us as as straight men to have gay representation. I like the other what, other side of the gay picture. Actor? Get out of here. He turned to all the actors and was like, hey, will anyone be gay? And they were like, no. And he's like, fuck, yeah. fine. I'll sit down and I'll be the gay guy. Yeah. Chris Evans was like, I will, I'll be gay. Let's just do it. I'm fucking out after this one. Let's just, we're going to really Too important. Too important, sir. He goes to the to me. You think that he's going back to to be with Peggy, and he he just opens the door, and it's him and Tommy Lee Jones slow dancing. And you're like, no, oh, Chris, holy shit! I, wait, I will, I'll fall on my sword, Chris. I'll do it for us. I'll be the game. We really, we really <laughs> misread that that first adventure movie. 
I really like the idea of him being like, um, oh shit, we need a, I forgot to cast a gay. All right, who's, who's the, the gayest person here? Who's the gayest looking guy here? Who would, and all of the cast and crew are looking at him. They all stop what they're doing. It's like, it's like, oh, all, every I mean, I man in the room points at him. <laughs> like it's definitely, I mean, it's certainly him. <laughs> he can't, he can't argue. He'd be, he'd be offensive. He argued. He's like, I mean, <laughs> I, like, uh, I guess I am, but it's not a bad yeah. thing. But like, what about he's anyone else? Is anyone else <laughs> able to be like, the gay guy? Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. They could all do better. Here's if they yeah, didn't I make mean, a big yes. deal about it every time, it wouldn't matter, right? Like there, if, there, if <laughs> there was an yeah, episode of the no Flash. There was an episode of the Flash recently, which I'm still watching, where there's a character who was like Jesus. established as gay like a season ago. He's like a cop who another cop because only gay characters can be cops. Mm-hmm. He he's like in a scene, and the scene ends, and they're like, "Wow, this is going to be a big one." And he's like, "Oh, it's fine. I mean, oh, I have a." Uh, I guess I skipped breakfast anyway. <laughs> I mean, just ask my husband. But, like, did not need to be a part of the scene. He just added it. They were like, well, write it at the end of the line. Yeah. Just ask my husband. Like, I don't That's know. Good, yeah. I don't know what the beginning of the line was, but it didn't matter because they just added, just ask my husband. And that was the end of the scene. It was very That's clearly an, an Awesome. That is the best way to do it. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Just ask my just husband. Ask my husband. <laughs> well, I guess Cut to the next it. scene. <laughs> Yeah. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> just just ask my husband. Just ask my husband. He was Who there. is also your father, and I expect you to treat him as such. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. <laughs> that was him backflipping off the thing. Yeah. That's a, that is the actually there's a cut take from like a later Star Wars movie where Darth Vader says, Luke, your other dad is your biological father. And it's a big, ah. it's it's a big turmoil for Luke. Damn! I wish I wasn't so upset about that. He seems all right. <laughs> oh shit! I was all I was all freaked out because you know you you're killing people and blowing planets up and shit. He's all right. But I guess if you're not my dad, no, I am still your dad. That's what I mean. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> he just fucking slashes him in half. That's the last you see of Darth Vader. Yes, let the hate. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. Just ask shit. I think we're gonna do it. Oh God. <laughs> yep. Good. There's. We're, there's. We're, we're gonna need a bigger boat. Just, yeah. You just sat there and told me to kill you. I'm going like, all right. You're bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So did you got? I don't mean to take over, Tim. Did you guys know there's a lawsuit about this movie? Do. Uh, Not no. until you put it in this fancy little document. I didn't I know didn't about know. it till I looked it up. That's crazy. That is crazy. Tell me about Disney's it. Disney's awesome, right? Tell us in all about 20, it. In 2018, Corey <laughs> Ray, who is the producer of the movie, she produced some other movies. She did uh, Monsters University. She AP'd on Monsters, Inc. She was a pre-production producer on Up. She they Also rented, the inspiration for the Manticore. She is? No, I mean, her name's Corey. No. Just, yeah. <laughs> that is not. true. Yeah, exactly. Um, she, um, she rented... A van from this tattoo artist named Sweet Cecily Denier or some some weird name. But her van is called the Vanicore. And it is a van with a unicorn. It's a blue van or like a purple van with a blue unicorn and lightning on it. Mm-hmm. And I put a picture in the document and anyone can Google Vanicore. Lawsuit, probably. And they rented it. And then in May 2019, she heard the movie was being made. And then she saw like the trailer and was like, wait, that's my van in the movie. And they rented yeah. this van to show at a festival for one day. 
and then literally ripped it off and put a Pegasus, not a unicorn, very different creature. Uh, it literally is an identical van, and they just took it from it. Yeah, but listen, man, if you can't sue over the character design from Spies in Disguise, I don't know if you can, like, <laughs> make a stink about the van with a fantasy thing on it, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, oh, wow, you, you painted a unicorn on a van. And it's like, it, it obviously, obviously was inspired by it. But at, at what point do yeah. we draw the ridiculous line of copyright? But I, I think not, there not, is a line. To, there's a line keep, where... There's not to keep for Disney line. a massive corporation, by the way. Just just to say, like, I, I, but that's, I, that, I, I understand. Point, yeah. Because there's, 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 there's a different line where the literal producer of the movie was like, can we rent your van? And two years later, that exact van shows up in a movie. Sure, no, but yeah. what's her, what's her, what's her, like, it's not the same drawing of a unicorn. It's just a drawing of a unicorn in space, which Do I mean, like, the, look, it's, it's not hard to get there. I'm just saying <laughs> like, like you close it, your eyes and you're imagining something like, yeah, it's you're, not hard you're, to get there. But if you had the van and then paint it the exact same colors and just add wings and take off the horn, you're basically making the same van. You know what? If they had reached out to her and said, can we use it? I hey, think she would have said, we, sure. We we kind of want to make this van like look like your van. Like, what do you think about that? Like, we're kind of we 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 all keep talking about how we loved your van. I, maybe she would have asked for money, but she probably would have been like, oh my god, hell yeah! And then the story would have been the the van in Pixar's Onward was based off my van. There is a a part of my brain that is like it is just Pixar trying to do their reference thing and being like, look, it's a reference to this other thing that we did once. But if it's a van you right. rented for a one-day festival and never like made a big deal about, is that really a reference or are you just stealing it? That's tricky, dude. It's tricky in the same way that I could walk into any pitch meeting and I could say I have this great idea about fucking manticores or you know whatever it is. And I, this is this is my idea. It's about a boy and okay. his sister, and they go and they find a manticore. And then if that place did, said no to my idea and then went on to make a movie that was about a manticore and there was a boy and his sister, I, I unless it was like truly they stole like plot beans and somehow I could prove mm -hmm. that they were stealing the actual fabric but of what my if, story. But what if they asked to be look at what if they asked to like look at your script? They said, "Hey, can we use it and like pitch it at a meeting?" And we presented it to a bunch of public people at a festival, and then we released the same thing. Yeah, but now we're talking, but again, it's like the difference between, like, I, I was just saying, you know, on an extreme end, someone could go, hey, that's a good idea, a manticore movie? Oh, let's do that. Eh, maybe let's make it a sister, the sister's the main character, and the brother's the psycho, you know, whatever. Let's do that instead. I, I wouldn't necessarily be able to do anything about that, because it's, it's in a well, concept. So, you, can't, you can't own concepts, you know what I mean? But, um, so I guess what well, I'm saying so here's is, like, the thing. I think she has I, the I do, paper trail. I do want to add it. I do want to add because there is there is an extra ripple to this that I don't think that that we that we quite consider. I know we're spending a lot of time on this on this uh, thing, but I, I kind of it's interesting. So the artist had painted this hell. van. Yeah, the artist had painted this van right, and then rented the van to a company or like she'd given the van. Like I guess they, they hold it and they rent it out to various people, and this mm -hmm. company rented it to Disney, who then used it as inspiration. So maybe there is a little bit more there. It's not like they just asked to rent this woman's van or saw this woman's van and we're like oh yeah i guess that's kind of that like they they really there there is an extra layer to that of her like trusting this company with her intellectual True. i guess perceived intellectual property and then them taking it from there um because at, at that that company could have stopped it i guess could have stepped it at some point but i mean i, I, I don't really know she rented it directly to she deserves up. to get a little paid 
She deserves to get paid, think it's, for sure. It's very funny. You're right. She does deserve to get paid. I'm just now reading the end of this sentence, which is, she sought in her suit to prohibit distribution of the film and any advertisements <laughs> yeah. or merchandise. But that's a thing too with that, that that's pretty this sick. is that this is why like suing someone or trying to stand up for anything like that is such a slippery slope because I almost guarantee you that was a lawyer being like we have you know, yeah, we, we need to we, we need to make just, it huge. You got yeah, you got to go hard and then maybe they'll pay you off just to be like you know, who gives a yes. shit. Yeah, exactly. That's precisely what if, that is. She just if looks this ridiculous. This pandemic and, didn't and, happen. Maybe they would have just paid her off. But they were like, actually, this movie's not going to be in theaters that long. It doesn't matter. We'll just <laughs> like, uh, deal with like, it. Oh, you don't want to you don't want to distribute it to theaters? No problem. That's fine. <laughs> we we have stopped distribution of this film. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Anyway, there's one one thing I did want to talk about because I've been talking about it to anyone who would listen, and I just really wanted to say it in a public forum like this. Okay, okay. Um, and it, this is me, someone who loves the movie and cared about the format of the movie. And this is not a criticism or anything. I'm just something I noticed in the movie. I think there was a an edit to a scene where they changed it entirely after seeing it a couple times. Because at the very beginning of the movie, Colt Bronco is like, I drive a car. And Barley is like, you used to run. You guys used to be runners. You oh, Centaurs used to be able to run really fast. And he was like, I don't gotta, I drive, which also he drives a, a Ford Bronco, which is funny. But uh-huh. um, the That's scene funny. where where the cops are all chasing them and they're running to the rock right before he sacrifices the car, which I also think is a very funny scene. Um, right before they turn off the road, they drive towards the Raven or whatever they're doing. All the cop cars stop and you have a close-up shot of Bronco like lowering his shades or something, like looking out the side of the car. I think he, he might step out of the car, I don't know. And then we cut to them at the rocks and being like, we're, we're stuck, uh-oh. And then, mm-hmm. and then there's the whole discussion about, you got to knock that rock down, I'll, I'll just use the van, whatever. And then all the cop cars are following them. I think right there, there was going to be Bronco getting out of his car and running really fast. Sure. Because it doesn't pay off till the very end of the movie when like in the post, like the post like climax scene, like he's running and he's, ha-ha, look, I'm fast. And every other beat of the movie where someone isn't like utilizing their full potential pays off before that point. And okay. it's just, it's just, it, I mean, it makes sense why they made the change. I just wanted to mention it as some, I literally, it's been bothering me a bunch that that happened. I mean, could be, could be, but I, I, I feel more that maybe it was just, you know, that that's there to establish that the world has moved on. I don't know if anybody else is learning anything about the new world but, until the very, like, very end of the movie. The the, the pixies they the all start flying rabbit. before the end. The manticore you know what, no, you're uses right. their that's wings true. before they do, the they end. Do, that does happen. And there's only if you're using the rule of threes, it's only the pixies are flying, and then the mom is like, "Hey, what if you use your wings?" Like it's only a two beat thing before the manticore shows up at the end and she's flying. Sure. But it would have been a three beat thing if then Colt was also before in between those two things. Colt was running really fast and he was using his legs for the first time. But I think they probably thought it might take away from us knocking down the rocks and stopping the cop cars because, like, people would say, well, why doesn't he just jump over the goddamn rocks? He's running Definitely. Um, But it's just a weird cut between those scenes that they all stop, he looks, and then in the next take, they're all driving again. Like, why did they stop in the first place other than to make a little bit of distance between the boys and the cops? Okay, I totally see what you're saying. Could yeah, be. Fuck I have them. two things I want to say. I have two things I want to say. First yeah. of all, um, in shit. this in this very nice uh, pre-episode thing that you've made for us, you refer to the characters as uh, the light foods several times. Oh no, uh, <laughs> Ian Light Food and Laura Light Food. I was how you doing? 
You I haven't gotten to the store there? in days. <laughs> which, I, which I enjoy. Maybe um, I, I might have COVID. I can't go to the store. And I would like to circle back on who is the best character in the movie, which is Laurel, the mom, played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, very, I really liked that arc. How I, I feel like we've done the 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 mom, you know, discovering her strength before. But I, I really, mm-hmm. really felt that this was very fun. I, I like her character design. I like how like you know twee and, and weak she looks. Uh, I, I I just liked her her arc probably the best. I liked <laughs> I, following her story the best. It might be a little hammy, but I also did like the dialogue where. They kept cutting to her, and like they'd be like, "Your boys really stood up to him," and she was like, "Well, Barley doesn't really know how to calm down." It's like, "No, no, not him. The young one really stood up to him," and she's like, "Oh, Ian's never. That's crazy." Or like, "Ian doesn't know how to drive." That's huh. I liked. I think that. I think that fed the audience realizing that he is moving outside of his shell in a slightly sure. organic. I don't know. I really love family stuff. Family yeah, stuff cool. really gets me and i think that's why i like this i like a movie where there's no romantic interest where it's like about sure. the dad and the brother you know, and the mom michael you would love olive garden because let me tell you something about this place yeah what about when you're there your family your family I, there's no never, no one's gonna hit on you at olive garden i've never Everyone had knows the, that. those the boundaries i go out and people are hitting on me constantly i'm too hot i just but at olive garden you're telling me that they're gonna know i'm like i'm off limits when you're here um I agree with you, Michael. I, I also like when movies. I, I do like removing the romantic interest. I, I I always think that that's a like if you don't need it. I always think it's a better idea to get rid of it because it does detract. And I remember, <laughs> I, I think I read, and it might be in this thing that you gave me is where I read it mm-hmm. that there was like a, a, a romantic interest slash like unfamiliar uh, character that was supposed to journey with Ian and Barley, which I mean yeah, would make sense with the Dungeons and Dragons theme of it, right? Like yeah, there was like a girl party. who showed up and was like, hey. We gotta, yeah. we gotta be on the journey, and then they kind of get pulled in by like mermaids or like yeah, sirens some, some, or something, something yeah, like Michael, that. But I, I, like I read that somewhere it might have been from your document, but I, I, sir, I definitely read somewhere recently that your last name is Kai Anus. Is that true? Oh, that's no, interesting. Well, yeah, it might you're have been close. from your document. It might have it been from your document. Definitely wasn't on my document because that is a a soft, soft, uh, sore point in my mind. So Dragon Dragon Ball Z Kai Anus. Nope, mm, nope, nope, very close. It's actually Kyanus, so just as long as you don't know how to pronounce that one, I will be fine. Cobra Kyanus. <laughs> oh, well, that was actually the alternate pronunciation. That's very good. Yeah, oh, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I have considered changing the pronunciation of my last name recently. What do you mean? How do you change the pronunciation of your last name? It's not really well, up to you. I, it's not up to me, but so many people just call me, like, Kyanus or something, and I have considered Ooh. just saying, like, yep, that's it, it's Kyanus, you got it. Why don't you change it to like something that? like change it to something really gentile, like uh, that's I, uh, like Michael Todd? Make it like another first name. That's when I get married. That's why I married. Uh, I was dating someone with the last name Hart, and then someone with the last name Muma. I will only date people if their last name has four letters in it. Yeah, mm. I only date them if their last name makes me sound Ooh, like hello. I'm a character from a movie. Tim, we're it's, in the running, buddy. For what? Me. Ooh, yeah, you guys both have four letter last names. Like we, Michael Kish or Michael Farah. Uh, mm. You will never be Uh-oh. Michael. <laughs> You will never be Michael Kish because I'll tell you why. I would never give up the opportunity to have anus in my last name. I would never. <laughs> I'm outrageously, outrageously wasted this opportunity. Okay, what if what if we just what if we just took Michael Kish anus? So it yeah, sounds like you saying Kish anus. <laughs> yeah, Michael Kish my anus. <laughs> I'll take it. Three hyphens, Michael Kish hyphen my hyphen anus. So then I could just say. 
Oh yeah, the sh- for sure it's Michael Kish, and you could say Tim Anus. <laughs> but it's hyphenated if you look at it on a document. I would open bank accounts. I would open bank accounts every day. I would have a hundred bank accounts because I need to yeah. walk in there and have someone he's say going, my name. Every oh. time he's at the store, they're like, you want to sign up for our rewards program? I yes, would, I, I would love do. to. <laughs> you could change my your name? Twitter handle to Time Time Anus. Ooh, Ooh. Time Anus. Time Anus. Michael Time Anus. The fifth infinity stone is the time anus. The time anus. Can we just call it the time stone? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I like the, the infinity glove. Uh, you know, there's a joke Ooh. here. We're pet- we're we're sure we're, we're sniffing it out. Oh, that's it. Put, yeah. put your put your Come infinity on. glove on to check my time anus. Yeah. <laughs> put my stones. That's not even in, a pun. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, kiss me, Thanos. <laughs> kiss I me. was never I was never funny. <laughs> yeah. I just want to chew on his gum, gum chin. Yeah, rub his those big chin, chew looking chin. Rub those chin wrinkles on my, on my. Uh, <sighs> those are actually stretch marks. He's very sensitive about them. Uh, anyway, it's time to go. Mm. Let's bring it in for a close for onward. I'm sorry um, that that all. Do just we do happened, games Michael. anymore or no? no? I guess we'll do some games, but yeah, we'll usually do we game, do final yeah, thoughts. It's a movie. I think we do final thoughts and then games. Okay. Anyone have anything go else ahead, to say Timmy. about uh, Edward? Yeah. Is that onward? Um, my favorite thing about uh, onward, uh, I think it's really well f- formatted. Again, I do think a lot of the bits after this conversation that I really liked were physical bits. I love when he says, put it in O for onwards, and it cuts to the, the dashboard and he has an O over the D. I think that's really funny. But again, it's, uh, I don't know, I like when they say a movie. That's fine. I, I like this movie. I, I love Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's that. After I left... I got distracted watching this twice, thinking about things that I could incorporate into my D&D game from this movie. So I think I just like a fun adventure that kind of follows a map. Sure. So those are my comments. Hark. It's good. An ugly lesbian cop blocks your path. Michael, did you... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? No, this Why is normal. That? I just came out of my mind. It's not Shut from... Up. <laughs> this is my story. I get to tell it. You're just playing it. It's good. Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't Sorry, do you please don't please please please? It was gonna be a bit. I was gonna say, oh, what happens when you put it in P? Is that for Park? No, that's for Pixar. Mm. <laughs> see, I see. You said you were gonna do a bit, but then you, I just heard you speaking. Usually, there's a joke. I really, it really once once I once I had the opportunity to like, where I had to like basically step on stage to do it. It, it didn't feel like it held up. Mm-hmm. If, as a funny, as a funny little insert between you yeah, and no, Michael, I understand what that would have been all right. Put it in R. Yeah, no, Does that mean no remake? Yeah, yeah. So remaking no, our no, I'm not, now. I'm not following. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with this bit. So I'm going to go back to what I was saying. Where it's fine. Um, it is not my favorite Pixar, and uh, I think that they are, do. They have different teams internally because it feels. Uh, I don't think I'm interest, not interested in seeing what Pixar continues to put out, but it's very clear that they have kind of mellowed out. Um, it, it's They're very much on par with, I think, the other animation studios as far as just the quality of their movies in script, in tone. Um, and this is the one where that finally, unfortunately, because it, it is a pretty good movie, but this is the one that made me realize, like, okay, no problem. I the guy who that. is credited as head writing has like been a part of Pixar for a while. He was like a storyboard artist and part of the animation team. This is like the first Pixar movie he's written. 
Sure, yes. Dan Scanlon. He was the yeah. storyboard artist for every Disney sequel ever. Pocahontas 2. Yeah. Little Mermaid 2. Hunchback 2. 101 Little Mermaids... Er, 101 Dalmatians... <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. 101 Little Mermaids 2, which is absolutely a real movie and not like a like a Chinese ROM hack cart that you would buy in a... In a like a... Uh, like a flea market. Ariel and Eric got busy. <laughs> anyway, um, those are my thoughts. Don, what are your final thoughts on on Final Word? thoughts. Uh, this movie was nearly engineered in the lab to appeal to me, and I somehow was not enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it gave you everything you wanted, and that didn't make you happy. It didn't. <laughs> final thoughts. This movie did not make me happy. It didn't. It did not give me everything I wanted. Now nah, I've said it, man. It it uh, it's simple, and that's not a huge fault. But simple on top of not being particularly subversive um, becomes right. not not super duper interesting. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and these things are not mutually exclusive. It does do some character things and some story things that are subversive, but not, not enough of them for me to be like, whoa, I just saw something fresh. When I saw that, yeah. when I saw Frozen, man, I remember leaving Frozen and being like, holy shit, yo. It was weird. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Even even Frozen, which I, 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 we, we often cite as like, okay, that's kind of the, the middling one. Um, or rather, it, not that it's the middling one, but that it's not Tangled. Like it comes back to back to Tangled, which which is just such a a, a great movie. But uh, you're See, right that just that the setting tangled. of Frozen, where it's like it's a it's this this weird it's this fantasy thing that they hadn't really done in 3D very strongly before, and it's about the relationship between like the two sisters, and and it, that's a relationship we hadn't seen in, in a Disney movie before. Um, right, but I, it I also do think still they brought felt- very Disney right, and very like uh, yeah, I don't know. Same thing yeah, with Tangled. Absolutely, honestly. I, I agree. Like. And maybe I'll take a Tangled over, over Frozen, but I remember, I guess I had the same experience with Tangled, but like both of those I left being like, wow, what a, you know, it was simple. I understood What an addition to the Pantheon. Yeah. But it did like new things. It did new things. There were new jokes. There were, you know. Well, look, maybe it's unfair to compare the Disney animated studio to Pixar animated studio at this point. Like I, I, I'm sure maybe there's, I'm sure maybe, um, I wonder if there has been a little head hunting film. Regarding you know the Pixar team to the the D- Disney proper animation team is is that like a, has anyone heard anything about that about you know when, when Pixar know. became a part of Disney? All I know maybe is maybe they kind of took some heads. I doubt I'm they're interested to see what John Lasseter does at Blue Sky oh my <laughs> or God. Sky Dance, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. Um, that'll be weird. When just yeah. all of a sudden, if, I mean, listen, man, I'm not trying to, let's, let's also not do the thing where we're like, ah, oh, it's because of him. And he was the, you know, I know we were kind of joking about it in the beginning, but like, mm-hmm. obviously that's not true. These things are made by a, a dizzying amount of talented people. Like yes. everyone who works on these is the best at that thing that they're doing. And then that's maybe why it's disappointing sometimes when like, there's just like a maybe core story thing that just isn't breaking the mold in some crazy way or it isn't exciting enough to be like holy shit this deserved this deserved all the best people who are the best at everything they've that they right do. you know what i'm saying i mean that's i mean that's that's you know with great power and all that and pixar yeah. they they're teed up to be the best at exactly what they're up to so then when you're kind of like i didn't feel as much as i wanted to i felt something but not as much as i mm-hmm. wanted to it's sort of like a recipe for a little bit of disappointment it is mm-hmm. funny because Skydance doesn't really do animated things. 
Well, yeah, that's the idea of hiring John Lasseter is to get it all up off the ground. I think they have like four things slated. Isn't that going to be weird when all of a sudden those pop out the gate with like... Yeah, and have that charm. Oh, God. That's going to be fucking egg on my face. I'm going to be very... That's very frustrating. That would be extremely frustrating. Uh, Just as a person like that that is opposed to, you know, that kind of guy, to have to kind of be like, fuck He's yeah. good at making movies. God damn. Think, think about what he's going to do for the Mission Impossible series. <laughs> or oh, those Skydance? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You got to hope that this is a dude who, and maybe this is, I'm just going to be optimistic. All right. You got to hope that for as much as publicly, maybe you didn't get like a true apology. You got like, a, oh, I'm confused. I had no idea I was making people uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. You got to maybe hope that in the two or three years or whatever it's been since then, he has like actually taken things to heart and been like, Sure. Maybe I am doing something here. <laughs> like sure. whether or not whether or not it was on the tip of my brain that I was conscious and doing something, maybe I need to fucking watch out. And hopefully that's that's who he is now and he's learned his lesson and he's realized Ooh. that he is in a position of power and we can enjoy his skydance films. Or um fuck it. Yeah. Or fuck it. Uh do you want to play that these fair? Games? Was that a reasonable thing no, to say? I, or do I, I sound I like I'm so. being apologetic for Chris No, Pratt's it's saying, gonna... Hey man, I hope you learned your fucking lesson. We didn't Chris they didn't Pratt, chase yes. you out of town, so I hope you learned your lesson. That's not Chris a that's Pratt's not a ridiculous be thing to say. Skydance movie next. It's his next movie. Uh-oh. The tomorrow is war. Dipper in the different dip. Yeah. Yeah. Military <clears throat> science double, fiction action. Double dipping is cool. dipping neat. I'm curious about what's gonna happen with Chris Pratt Chris Pratt's career. Moving forward. Um, I wonder if he will do more animated stuff. He is, I think, what, he's in his 40s, right? At this point. Yeah. Well, this was only his second animated, like, thing other than the Lego movies. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's a great joke. In Parks and Rec, when he returns and he's in Star-Lord shape, there's a very funny moment where the guy goes like, you look incredible. What have you been doing? You've been working out? And he's like, nah, I just, I just stopped drinking beer. Yeah. And they're like, that's it? And he's like, yeah, that's it. I just... I just don't drink beer anymore. <laughs> That's me in quarantine. I stopped drinking beer and tonic water. That's stupid. I've been drinking so much more beer than I used to. No, I've, I've, gone, I've gone full alcoholic and I only drink vodka sodas. I have been, dude, can I tell you what? I bought myself that. I was drinking it on my birthday stream thing. I bought myself this expensive bottle of, of scotch and I love it. And I've been. Yeah, you're a scotch boy. <laughs> It's just oh. this one, man. It's just, it's this, it's those, oh, never mind. We don't got to get Is that, is that the scotch been, you gave me like out. two and a half years ago? I don't know. It's a nice sure. scotch you gave me a long time ago in your old apartment. Oh, uh, probably. I gave you a little yeah. taste. Well, yeah. Remember when I was, yeah, when I was like 20 years oh, old, yeah. you gave me underage alcohol. Scotch. All right. Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was 22 at the time. Let's paint a picture. We weren't alone. <laughs> <laughs> we were very alone. No. And, no, no. and you said, Michael, you know, John Lasseter? <laughs> I said I yeah. never heard a hero of, of mine. <laughs> you said great. I always learned his lesson. Of course, we didn't know what you were talking about at that point, but <laughs> you know. I do want to say that the other, the other great Chris Pratt line from uh, uh, Parks and Rec is the one where where Leslie is sick. He's like, uh, Leslie, I typed your symptoms into the thing here. It says you have network connectivity issues. Just, <laughs> it's just like a, like a really great That's joke. Good. Yes. <laughs> That's a good joke. Perfect. Great joke. I also anyway. I also think very. Never mind. We don't got to do a fucking Parks and Rex clip show here. I mean, look, it's a lib. It's a lib show, but it's a funny. It has a lot of really great jokes. It's the same thing with Thirty Rock. It's it's a little bit less racist. Thirty Rock oh, is what uh, Parks and Rec is. Pretty funny, dude. You know what? Scrubs is pretty racist. Pretty no, no. Oh. I wasn't. <laughs> no, I mean, that's where we're gonna go. Because <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Got, I mean, 
Is it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, I love I, it wouldn't be some, Here's the thing. Here's the thing that like a lot of people are discovering about comedies from like 10 years ago. Yes. It's like, damn. Dude, Seinfeld. Damn. Oh my God, dude. Not even that it's unfunny, but just like, damn. Like what they're getting away with. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say sometimes it was unfunny, but like it, it, all it inspired was true like jaw to the floor reaction. Yeah. Like, we, like I was like, what? This was on NBC, and that's the <laughs> we're doing this joke. Yeah, I feel like Friends really slipped in. Friends was like the last racist, very popular sitcom you could have. Well, no, that's what we're saying. Like even like Scrubs, which ended in like 2013, was doing Scrubs. Scrubs isn't like, that racist. We, they, we got, can, they got it's not about racist. Just like being, just like in general, just kind oh, of shocked. Like definitely. being gay was a joke on television until like two years ago. It still should <laughs> if you, be. Like, if you were, it was just yeah. like a, the that is the joke is that you are gay. I need well, twenty years in that to go episode by of when the Flash when when at the, when the guy went just ask my husband and then there was like a laugh track. Yeah, laugh <laughs> that track. Right this show doesn't even <laughs> have a laugh track. What the fuck was that? It was very oh, weird. It was the only time. Yet. Yeah. It was all the other cops laughing at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Michael? It's really funny, Michael. I wasn't saying anything. That was no. You were saying you were saying something. No, I'm just saying I think Friends is the last, like, show where, like, it gets a pass, even though, like, half the time they're like, Chandler, didn't you dress up as a woman once? And he's like, can I be more straight? And, like, that is, like, (laughs) the joke that ends the scene. There Um, is a lot about, like, him being embarrassed of his trans dad. Oh, I forgot he has a trans dad. There is. Hmm. His whole thing, he has a lot of bits, that whole show, where it's just like, I'm not gay. No, 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 because he's like... Not the most feminine, because none of them are feminine, because, whoa, they can't be gay. But, like, he is, like, the most, like, Gentile one yeah. of the group. And it's like, he's if he ever says something, they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, no, not like that. Ha! All right, should and we go I back think, to I Tim? Should you bring us back to games? <laughs> also, Tim, you never introduced the show. Okay, <laughs> Tim, should we, should we do games? Should we do these fucking, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's close it Wait, out. Tim, it's we fine. never introduced the show. Should you introduce the show and we cut it in? Like. No. Like, what if He's we not just blatantly say, Michael, wait, have we you never. <laughs> it's Tina. Just introduce <laughs> the show now and we now. cut it into the first two minutes. I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling. Oh, I'm sorry, are you talking? It's we gotta bring this thing to a close. To just, just say reasonable beef, we cut this part in and then it all starts normal again. Sure, okay. Welcome He's to Reasonable. Late. No, stop, Dom! <laughs> uh, do we want to do games or do we want to close it out? Let's just all do right. the fucking. Ooh. We'll do one game. One game. Which game? Which do you want to play? Um, the 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 predictive predictive text. Yeah, predictive right. text. Yeah, predictive text is fun. All right, so uh, predictive text movie critic. Type in the name of the film, which is onward, and using your film's predict or your phone's predictive text, uh, write a review for the film. You can choose any of the three options, and you can use as much uh, punctuation as you would like. Welcome back. Everybody's got theirs. Who wants to kick it off? I'll do it. Okay, Papa. So mine, my phone says, Pixar's Onward has been like The Last Jedi. I think it's just getting the right thing. I think it's good for you to think about something else, and it's not a big deal. I agree. It's <laughs> fucking true. <laughs> it's like the nicest mom in the universe, like telling someone to shut the fuck up about The Last Jedi. <laughs> I think it's just getting to the right thing. I think it's best to think about something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's right. really a big deal. You want uh, me Michael, to go, Tim? Okay. Go for it. Um, it's very 
I didn't even know that my phone could hear this much from me. Okay. Onward to the quarantine. And then I gotta get to the shower, and then I'll take care of you tomorrow because I'm not feeling well. Yes, I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> Jeez, that is fucking great. scary. I don't. I can't believe quarantine was a recommended button. I can't oh believe that's like, that's literally a transcript of what you said to me on the phone yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> um. All right. I'll close this out. Uh, Pixar's Onward, underperforming. Damn, dude, I'm serious about this one. I will say that I don't think I'll be able to do anything related to glass blowing. (laughs) (laughs) Have you talked about glass blowing recently? No, I don't know why. I just fucking thought that, I guess, you know, you look at taping glass and it gives you a... a, Right, right. Yeah. Wow, man. (laughs) It's pretty honest, too. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I'll be, if you're if you're expecting anything related to glass blowing, I, I can't I'm do that. Be honest yeah, with you. I'm not trained. <laughs> All right, goodbye. I got to cook some chicken. Thanks, boy. No, I got some. I got some user submitted ones, Damo. Yes, we yeah, have user uh, submitted ones. Just a couple, um, buddy. <laughs> the show. All right, so just I'm gonna go through a random smattering. None of these have been submitted Please. since my birthday when I was infected with COVID nineteen. Shout out the names, and you can um, submit your own at the Discord. You can find the link to the Discord on our Twitter page, www.twitter.com. You had the nineteenth COVID. Uh, I think I might. I'm getting tested Friday. Jesus, man. Right. Yeah, someone who I interacted on my birthday with has it. Mm, oh no. Okay. Yeah, very worried. It's fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, you'll be all right. Yeah, I think if anything, I may have given it to them and had mild symptoms a week and a half ago and got over it. (laughs) Wow, what a twist. This is really (laughs) trying to change. (laughs) Listen, some irresponsible jerk came to my birthday party (laughs) and I infected him with COVID-19. I'm hoping I had it so I just might not be able to get it again till fall. Right, Um, right. Morto, Wait, the fall, there's going to be a new one? Well, yeah, they think, it, it. I mean, it's like the flu. It will have a new version every year, and because so many people have been infected and it's so viral, it likely already has mutated a couple times through people. I so, haha, that. good luck, everyone. I really um, hate that. That's not Morto, good. Morto writes, <clears throat> A quiet place to be able to make sure that I have a good day. Please find attached my updated resume with this mail. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mordo, rough times. <laughs> that's, that's a, I hope you that's come a good through, application. <laughs> um, Ansem119 says, The Invisible Man is here, but that isn't really true. Uh. <laughs> that's a good one. Zach writes, The Invisible Man was in fucking love with me, and I think he likes me too. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is and then James Willis says, as we'll end it with, Sonic the Hedgehog was my first Christmas in my bed with my baby. Aww. Yeah, yeah very Same. cute. I wish that was yeah. mine. Sonic, how to describe it? It's just, it's that, it's Christmas morning. It's that first night with your newborn baby. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, this is the ad guy, like really trying to pitch them on like. That was Jim, dude, you're, that's that was, Jim Carrey that Jim at Carrey. the Junket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was him, that was the way he talked about Robotnik. <laughs> It's everyone. It's kind yeah. of all of us on the inside. It's what we feel. Sonic is God. I mean, when you think about yeah, where we've really all come is. from, he's fast. It is this little blue what ball time? that yeah, we he live controls on. time. And we're yeah. all Sonic blue ball, blue right ball by. by the end. Oh, uh, www.patreon.com. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's we'll put a bonus one up fun. in a while, but you know, times are <laughs> that's hard. What quarantine is good for me. <laughs> the Tim. What are you talking about? Why you can do? Everybody here? Can I, you, uh, you're quarantined with a girlfriend. Both of you are. I can't hear. I can't hear. You lucky fucks. I want you to start at your right, shoulders. Goodbye. Look down. 
lower, go down your arm. Listen. What's at the very end of your wrists? I have I have COVID-19 because I had sex on my birthday, okay? Oh, this, this story's getting pretty good. It's not Tim and the episode. Tim left. Hot. Dom, you gotta end it then. Thank you guys for being Don't here. Sack. Michael threw in another element to his COVID story that apparently this person who irresponsibly got COVID-19 from him, he slept with this person. It's fine. Mm-mm, it was my birthday. I could do what I want on my birthday. <laughs> I think that's a song, isn't it? No, I, I could get COVID-19. What have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? It's my birthday. I have COVID-19. Thank you guys for being here. Um, this has been Reasonable Beef. Uh, we appreciate your listenership. And hey, listen, if you like what you heard here, you can go to www.pitreon.com slash reasonablebeef and uh, give what you can. Uh, we have bonus episodes that happen occasionally whenever we can do it. And uh, that's a thing that we promise. But uh, thank you. Good night. Goodbye. I'm sorry. Good. Good. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>